0: thousand dollars plus annual dues. The sale to Trump was completed on December 4, 2012. Trump Golf paid five million dollars and agreed, as part of the sale, to assume the thirty million dollars in debt resulting from the members' refundable deposits. Marriott Vacations Worldwide held on to the timeshares. In fact, he had no intention of honoring that agreement. Three days after the sale was completed, Trump held a meeting at his new resort. He told the assembled members that he was eager to make Trump National Jupiter one of the finest clubs anywhere in the world, as he put it in a December 17th letter that reiterated what he had said in the meeting. But its membership rules were antiquated, preventing the resort from becoming ultra-luxurious and ultra-prestigious. He told the members that if they wanted to remain in the resort, they would have to give up their refundable deposit— In return, he would freeze their dues for three years, saving them, at most, $20,000, and give them the right to play at other Trump golf courses, for a fee, of course. Members who stayed but didn't accept that deal would be denied those benefits and see an immediate dues increase of $4,000. Stuck with the homes and timeshares they had bought, many of the homeowning members accepted the deal. But there was also one other category of members, those on the resignation list. By the time Trump took over the Jupiter Resort, the resignation list had grown to an astonishing 150 members. That was more than half the club. During the time the Ritz ran the resort, people who put themselves on the resignation list still had access to the resort and the golf course, and they still paid dues. And why wouldn't they? Until new members joined, allowing them to recoup their deposit, they were still members of the resort. They hadn't resigned, but simply announced their desire to resign. Trump, however, wanted nothing to do with them. He immediately barred them from the club and said he would no longer accept their dues. According to a brief filed by the plaintiffs in the class action suit, Trump later complained that the people on the resignation list were in arrears on their dues. As he bluntly put it in his December 17th letter, if you choose to remain on the resignation list, you're out. According to one attendee, the members listened in stunned silence. Nearly everyone who spoke to me for this column requested anonymity. Some did so because they had non-disclosure agreements with the Trump Organization, while others said they were fearful of Trump's reaction if they criticized him publicly. What was taking place in Jupiter, Florida, was an essential part of Trump's modus operandi. In every deal, he has to win and you have to lose. He is notorious for refusing to pay full price to contractors and vendors after they've completed work for him. And he basically dares the people he has stiffed to sue him, knowing that his deep pockets and bevy of lawyers give him a big advantage over those who feel wronged by him. Just as with the New Jersey Generals, where he bought into a spring football league despite wanting to play in the fall, he bought into a resort that was built around refundable deposits despite having a non-refundable business model. If he had done nothing, it would have been decades before he would have had to pay out most of the deposits because the number of members on the resignation list far exceeded the number of new members joining the club. Many members reacted by suing Trump Golf. Given that the cost of a full-blown lawsuit was obviously going to be higher than a $200,000 deposit, many of those on the resignation list sought to settle. The typical settlement was for 50 cents on the dollar, meaning that Trump was pocketing $100,000 of their deposit. Carballo says that the last time he checked, the debt had dropped below $18 million. As for the class action suit, the core issue is whether Trump had the right to change the agreement the members signed with Ritz-Carlton and whether he terminated certain membership categories which gave the members the right to demand an immediate refund. When Trump said to people, "'You are either in or out,' and if you stay on the resignation list, I don't want your money and you are out, he terminated the member's category, said Seth Lehrman, the lawyer who is bringing the class action suit. Our claim is that when Trump made that announcement and confirmed it in writing, he triggered an obligation to pay within 30 days. Needless to say, Trump disagrees. We made changes in the rules, which we have the authority to do, but we did not eliminate any membership categories, Alan Garten, the Trump Organization's chief lawyer, said. He claims that Trump National Jupiter has been offering refunds, in an orderly manner, as members get to the top of the resignation list. When members want to get off the resignation list sooner, they negotiate a settlement. Simple as that. Garton flatly denied that the changes Trump made to the rules deprived any of the members the right to their refundable deposit. For what is basically